Hello, and welcome to the Middle of the Row podcast. This is our first episode, so we're still trying some things out, but I hope you like it, and you'll come back for more. Alright, so to start off, we're going to look at our top fives of 2017 so far, so we can get to know everybody at Middle of the Row a little bit. To start us off, we're going to start with Ben. Ben, your top five. Alrighty, uh... So this is in no, no discernible order, but uh, I would say uh, one of my top five is Logan. Uh, just probably one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. Love that movie. Uh, fantastic. I'm going to miss Hugh Jackman. Uh, I also loved Get Out. Uh, great thriller. Lots of fun. Uh, Colossal was another one that just blew me away. Not as funny as it seems in the trailers, but definitely worth seeing. Baby Driver was probably the the movie that exceeded my expectations this year so far. It's vibrant, colorful, full style, just awesome. And rounding it out is uh, Dunkirk, which just phenomenal war movie. That's, that's hey Zach, how do you feel about Dunkirk? <laughs> No, I would like to reiterate that this is a part for no conflict in the discussion. It's just less. <laughs> Go to middle of the row and read my thoughts. I was and just then read mine say. as well. And okay, Lawrence. All right. So, do you have a most or something that might be on the oh. list later? Ooh, something that might take these guys off the list. Uh, I'm really looking forward to It. I'm a big horror fan. Uh, I've been following It for like eight years. Because it's been in development that long. I'm just really excited to finally see it. And I hope it blows my socks off the way I want it to. I was excited when it was Kerry Fukunaga directing two movies. I thought we weren't yeah. arguing, Zach. Yeah, like, Zach. what is this? <laughs> okay, uh, John, you want you want to take it from me? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was just thinking about that uh, that scene from the newsroom where, like, uh, the guy's about to get, like, chastised by the flight attendant, and they're trying to get, they're actually trying to get kicked off the plane, and one of the, one of the ways to get kicked off the plane is to shout out uh, controversial political ideas, <laughs> and, and the one, uh, I forget, the guy from Stranger Things plays one of the anchors. And he just yells out, man, that Genghis Khan really had some good ideas. <laughs> just to, like, distract everyone. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, like, I, one... too, watch the newsroom. I get this reference. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. That's okay. It was a good joke, though. John, what are your top five movies from 2017? So, I guess I we talked about this a second ago, and I guess I should I preface that this is really a top six i guess or i haven't seen a lot of movies list but these are all actually still very good in my opinion so you should check them out um and there's gonna be a lot of i feel like overlap with some of us but get out i think was a phenomenal horror film uh i think is it jordan peel or jordan key um one of the peel again for a guy who spent most of his career in comedy like just a really good um horror film that's also super culturally relevant right now so i really enjoyed that um spider-man homecoming i think is probably one of my favorite not just films of the year so far but marvel film so far and i think 
just the teenage perspective on seeing this world that Marvel the MCU has really built up um, from a teenager's eyes and from like especially the mindset of a teenager that's so close to being part of that world. I really like that. Um, Atomic Blonde, I really liked Atomic Blonde. I think it was a good take on the spy genre, especially with uh, being super stylized and then also with a very strong female lead with Charlize Theron. Uh, Split, Split was amazing, in my opinion. Uh, spoilers. I won't spoil anything. Um, <laughs> that was actually a good call. Um, but... I personally think it's up there in one of M. Night Shyamalan's best films that he's put out. Um, very different from like early ones like, say, uh, The Sixth Sense and stuff, but still a very solid film. James McAvoy does a tremendous job. Um, and then, yeah, lastly, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Um, I think, I know, I, I texted Zach last night, I was just like, this feels like a weird film. But it was a good film. Like, it was a compelling film. It was a very real story. And I think that's the thing that, like, kind of threw me off the entire time was that for the first time in, like, a long while, I think I've seen a movie with a super normal character, like, where there wasn't anything, like, really crazy or anything like that. Um, and I think I think that was in a good way, um, in a positive way. And I don't know who that actress's name is, but she was in, like... Melanie Linsky. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah she was, I like, like her a lot. I think everyone knows her from Two and a Half Men um, as Rose, but after seeing this film, I was just like, man, I have to check out a lot more of her filmography because yeah, she she's got a bunch of great stuff. Can I so, yeah, can I add one can I add one thing before you we switch off? And uh, I want to just jump on Split. That was like I agree with you, John. That's definitely one of Shyamalan's better movies in a long time. Uh, I think Not it, hard to do. I think <laughs> okay. Great movie, though, and I think it flew kind of under some radars, and I think it didn't get the love it deserved, but I'm glad it's on your list. So, if I can if I can bring up something real quick, I saw it with my friend Rashank, who, um, maybe hopefully he could be a guest, because he's usually my go-to film guy, film friend, and he went from really liking the film up until the very end, in, and then it was a sharp, like, dislike after that, after that ending. I won't spoil anything. But, yeah, maybe that's a topic. Uh, I kind of felt that way. I wouldn't say I disliked it, but I was kind of disappointed. Um, Ben Ben can vouch for me that I started saying, holy shit. Yeah, like literally talking into it. I was 100% into that. I was too, like, I... Literally dropped what WTF in the theater. It was pretty funny. I just realized no one's going to know what we're talking about unless they've had it spoiled for them. And I just think <laughs> That's okay. Like, go see this film. Rent it, red box it, whatever. Oh, it's so good. All right, so <coughs> All right, do you have a most anticipated? Oh, most anticipated. I was just looking into I mean, uh, all of the... All of the superhero stuff that's been coming out with just Justice League and Thor Ragnarok and... Uh, I don't know, what's... Is Thor what, the Justice League one? is 2018, though. Oh, is it? No, it's November. not. No, it's it's November. November. Is it? Oh, yeah, November. Thor, Thor and uh, Justice League are November. It's going to be a good match. What, what about Black Panther? That's February. 2018. Okay, gotcha. So, really just, yeah, I, in terms of the superhero films, just seeing how those franchises, like, extend the universe and keep them going. So. Kate Blanchett and Marvel movies. Get excited. Yeah. Oh, that, oh. That's going to be... She... she 
she looks like one of the most compelling Marvel villains like to date, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Plus anytime she has an excuse to go on talk shows again, I love her. Weren't we weren't <laughs> we talking about how we all want her to like just be a recurring villain? How awesome that would be to just get more Cape Lynchette <laughs> in more movies. Marvel, will, like will, more Marvel movies. Oh my god. I will like, say <laughs> I feel like I feel like we get that with Tilda Swinton, but Tilda Swinton's like Kate Blanchett's weird older sister, who's like <laughs> yeah, guard. She's and, like, like the cousin really that you're not sure if you should invite her to the family stuff. It's like she worked. It worked out well that one time. I don't, I'm I don't inviting know about the next Tilda time. Swinton to everything. Oh yeah, it's like someone might say not to, but you're like, no, we have to because it's going to be boring without her. <laughs> she might yeah. sleep as an art installation all day. <laughs> No, you'll be a sure. part of her art installation. But I mean, again, so like super, super reputable, super great actress. But I definitely find Kate Blanchett a little bit more relatable and a little bit more accessible than her at times. So. Okay, you good? Yeah, I'm you don't want to proclaim your Power Rangers love? <laughs> no, Dude, I was, I was. Uh, Ben, we'll talk out. We'll talk later. I feel like you should note to everyone, just to shame you for being late, that you have said that you have only seen six movies this year. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. To preface, six current. No, movies. no, no. Instead of like instead I'm... of saying six movies, just say Power Rangers is in the top six and leave it at that. <laughs> but like um... that, gen- that makes me shudder inside. <laughs> Yo, I'm an educator. I'm in like the well... worst industry there is. Am I, are all of you guys teachers? Yeah, I'm a teaching aide. What nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, alright, okay, this E.T. conspiracy. Let's hear your top five. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, I'm gonna start out with Logan. Like, it's been a while since I've seen any of the original X-Men movies, so I can't really talk to those in his performances. But I will say that I've hated all the just Wolverine movies. Zach, no butting in. Um... I agree with so, you, yeah. just just throwing that out there. Okay, but, like, I thought this was great, and it was an interesting dynamic. Like, instead of having the big X-Men family, it was just this tiny three-person family where you get to see, like, Logan's, the dichotomy of his character, where he's, like, super brutal, thanks to the R-rated movie, or, yeah, the R-rating. And then he's just like, oh, but he loves his dad figure. It's like, oh, Patrick Stewart was the best. So that's Logan. Um, next I have sticking with superheroes. I went with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 because, uh, I'm gonna do a pun here and it's probably gonna be awful, but, uh, Groot took root in my heart with this movie. (laughs) It's like, I seriously cried for him I don't know how many times. It's like, he brought a toe to people and it was the best moment ever. You guys have to see Guardians if you haven't, because shame. I actually, like, might be controversial, but I liked it more than the first one. Same. Um, Okay, so then next, I'm going with Atomic Blonde, like, John. It was, like, it was kind of a mix. People were comparing it to Bond, which I didn't quite see that as much as some other movies. Like, I compared it more to Jason Bourne and John Wick. Um, So, but, like, I just, I thought Theron did, like, amazing job. It had some of the best action I've seen in a while. Like, it had this, my favorite fight sequence was kind of, like, Daredevil hallway scene meets Jason Bourne apartment fight from the first one. Ooh, that's and, a great description. <laughs> yeah, like, I I loved that. And it, you went through so many emotions, because it's like, oh my god, so much is happening, and then there's moments to laugh at even. It's like, what is happening in this scene? But it was epic. And just 
I want to note about Atomic Blonde, it came in fourth at the box office this weekend. The Emoji Movie beat it. That makes and me that sick. that cannot stand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like felt people need to see Atomic Blonde. I was physically hurting when I saw that. Ugh. Or you could... I, 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 would, I personally want to say... I don't feel at home in this world anymore. That was another pun in reference to a movie from my previous. Okay, sorry. Well played. Okay, and so this is when people are going to get upset with my list because I didn't want to put, like John did, just a movie that might be a runner-up on it. So it's like Spider-Man Homecoming will probably be on my list because I loved um, Tom Holland's performance so much. But it's like I got a migraine halfway through that movie, so I can't really give it a fair shake right now. It's like other movies like Kong Skull Island, John Wick 2, like Dunkirk, they're all kind of up there, but I don't want to put them on my list yet. So my fifth pick is actually Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a PlayStation 4 game. (laughs) Wait, wait, so I need to change my list because I put that on there too. No, I'm not done yet though. This is my time. time. Stand down. (laughs) Yeah, thanks dad. Um, So I just think Horizon Zero Dawn, it was stunning visually. It had amazing voice acting and a great lead character. And it had, like, this emotional beat in it. It was, like, one of the best things I've seen in a long time or something, which I won't say because it happens at the very end of the game. Yes, but I'm yeah. waiting to play that. Oh. Don't spoil that, Yeah, please. I won't, but it's it's a great game. That is, and that's my five. So. That's one of my best, my favorite games ever. I hate to do this, but, like, okay, have you played Last of Us? Oh yeah, that's amazing. Yes. Okay. So how's it com- how does it compare to that emotional beat? Uh, it's it's not as dark as that game, so it's hard to compare them. I'm pretty sure I have to go to therapy after The Last of Us. Yeah, I actually I was listening to the commentary of Logan to go completely off track from this, but I guess a lot of people were comparing Logan to The Last of Us, like the dynamic uh, between Ellie and Joel from that game. Yeah. Plus, old Logan looks just like Joel. Oh yeah, he has the beard and everything. <laughs> Just as a and suit. spoiler to what we might be talking about a little later, I think the whole Last of Us little girl with a father figure thing mm-hmm. is not playing out as well in movies as because that's kind of what it's kind of what War of the Planet of the Apes like. That's easily the worst part of that movie is the little girl being like shoved into this movie for some reason and um spoiler i'm not a fan of logan and that didn't really work for me either but um it's that definitely seen something that was stolen from the last of us and hasn't played out yet or whatever Um, yeah i want to go back to my logan conversation and just say that i forgot her name so i feel really bad about that but the girl who plays x23 is yeah daphne she's amazing in that movie like she has one of the best scowls I've ever seen. Like and the she guy she gives Logan. <laughs> she she did have a good scowl. She doesn't even talk much, and she's still one of the best parts of that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a spoiler. She talks. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh. Yeah. Are you so dead? now my most anticipated. Yes. I'm going with Thor Ragnarok. If it's anything Woo! like the trailer, it's going to be oh, amazing and very <laughs> different from the other marvel movies we've seen so far or any superhero movies like it feels like it might actually have an its own identity and style to it it's it i I was reading something saying that they had to change they like uh, the russos had to adapt to the new thor that came out of this movie like they feel like he's evolved i I enjoyed the first two thor movies but they're um they're making it sound like he's evolved quite a bit over the course of this movie and how fun and exciting and 
silly he can be. I don't, I don't know if those are the right words that they use, but um, they they said they had to kind of rewrite him a little bit after they saw the Ragnarok movie. No, no, Wait, that I'm good with that. I, Zach, can I ask a follow-up? Sure. Did you remember the second Thor movie? Um, I was thinking about that the other day, and <laughs> I don't it, really remember, remember a lot. Um, I I enjoyed both those movies quite a bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and say I, I definitely need Zach. to re-see them. I'm gonna jump in and say that the only thing I remember about the second Thor is Cat Denning saying "mew mew." As the hammer flies past her. That was an all-timer great moment. Yeah, that was actually Yeah, fantastic. it was maybe the teleporting the only good fight was movie. fun no, and Thor. Uh... No. Okay, yeah, the teleporting fight was pretty cool. I just yeah, I can't remember so... a lot from that. Like that is I can't remember a lot of movie, Marvel movies like that, but that was definitely one where I watched just to say like, okay, I've watched all the Marvel films. And like I don't know. I wasn't as emotionally invested in it, I guess, as some of the other ones. But. I think I also feel like that might have been one of the. I could be talking on my butt here a little bit, but I feel like that was right at the time where Feige was kind of seizing full control of everything too. Yeah. Because um, what were the one? I don't know what the ones right after that were, but was uh, Winter Soldier before or after the Dark World? Oh, that's a good uh, question. I don't know. Because uh, I feel like the, I think. I feel like Winter Soldier is kind of a turning point. Um, I feel like Winter Soldier was the last one before Ultron, if I'm correct. If, um, okay, I need to. I need to also fess up to something else. I liked okay. Winter Soldier. I loved very, Winter Soldier. What are you talking Winter, about? Winter Soldier. So Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier is was a probably year the after. best Marvel movie. Winter Winter Soldier was a year after Thor Ragnarok or Thor okay. Dark World. Excuse me. Thank you, Ben. So um, Winter just, Soldier is great. I don't understand. Like, I, it's a good like. Don't get me wrong. Chris Evans as Captain America does a fantastic job. He's one of my favorite parts of the MCU. Um, I think he plays the character of Steve Rogers amazingly in showing this like selfless, um, altruistic, um, noble individual um, that's still like human and believable. But like, I don't really get like the hype around Winter Soldier. Like, it's a good. It's one. It's a good MCU film for sure. But I, I see people always saying like, "Oh, this is one of the best MCU movies." I'm like, "Really? This yes. is one of the best?" Yep. I think I think part of it is because it feels like it's almost just like an action thriller as opposed to a superhero. Okay, just the way enough. the the way the story is done is like, I think a lot of people like, unless you're a fan of the comics, weren't like. Winter Soldier is Bucky? What is this? Like, you know. Yeah. That I imagine that threw a few people for a loop. Me, me I was just kind of like, sweet, roll with it. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, and I gotta say about Ragnarok, my my brother and I, when we first saw that trailer, he leans over to me and he goes, doesn't it look like it wants to be Guardians of the Galaxy? And I'm just like, that, so? It's an yeah, awesome, yeah, it's fair. like, why is that a problem? Like, yeah. I don't but think it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it looks like it could be better. It could be. Yeah. It could be. I just I don't um, know. My oh, Winter Soldier piece. Quick question. Quick question. Okay, go ahead, Is Natalie go Portman ahead, ever going to be in another Marvel movie, or Ooh. did they just, like, No, I heard she's on the fence. Okay. I heard she was grumpy. That... I would be, too. Her character <laughs> sucked in all the movies. Well, she, she was grumpy because I believe Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct the second one oh and she got canned or quit or something and that i heard that was a point of contention 
But I remember in a, I, over one week's time, I heard she was never coming back, and then she responded to that article. It was like, I'd maybe come back. And it's going to be interesting, though, um, because, I mean, the, it, the last time we mentioned her was in Ultron, and Thor was clearly smitten for her. So well, it will be I interesting mean, how they play this out in this movie. I'd be curious if they made uh, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie. Maybe that's the new romantic well, aspect. I, I think she is supposed to be. There is supposed to be some romance. Yeah. So, so maybe they're phasing Port or have phased Portman out, and they're going to bring Thompson in as the new. Because plus, she could be kind of like, in a sense, like the, uh, I or the war the um, war machine. She would be like a secondary character from the Thor series to jump in during Avengers kind of stuff. Who knows? Yeah, because who needs Sif anymore, right? Yeah, I, like <laughs> I her. No, I, I do too. Well, it's like I she just kind of disappeared, though. Ex- yeah, I would love more Sif, but I don't. You can thank the Blind Spot TV show for that or whatever that show. Is well, called. the last thing I she was in, wasn't of. she in Agents of <laughs> Shield for like two or three episodes? Yeah, she she appeared a couple times. Yeah, I mean. I like Sif, but I'm okay with Valkyrie just as much, especially because Tessa Thompson is awesome. And Valkyrie's just a better name. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pitch my why Winter Soldier might be the best Marvel movie to John real quick. Yeah, yeah do it. Who needs the to action. get back to the top five list, right? We will. We will. <laughs> the action is phenomenal in that movie. I mean, every set piece is top-notch. And the worst set piece is the final one on the airships, and it's still pretty good. Um, but I, Cap in the the Cap in the elevator is maybe my favorite scene in any Marvel movie. Um, and then that goes right into him on the motorcycle flying over that helicopter plane thing. Uh, I love it. And then the foot chase, and it's great. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I need to watch that again because whenever I think of Winter Soldier, I just think of Civil War and his part in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just yeah, I was just thinking about that actually. I was confusing scenes from the two. I'm like, yeah, like I legitimately like... can't remember Winter Soldier right now. <laughs> oh, I remember all of it, but I will say the best thirty minutes of a Marvel movie might be the last thirty minutes of Civil War. Oh, and, it, and any part where uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier are together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so good. Oh, I just lost my mind when they introduced Spider-Man. That was not, that was all I needed. And that's another reason to love the beginning of Spider-Man: Homecoming because it goes back to that in yeah. a really fun way. <laughs> hey Zach, real quick, actually, before you get into your top five, I just want to go back and be like, because I'm looking at a list of 2017 film, and I can't believe no none of us have said Star Wars. I think I mean Star Wars is my most anticipated movie every year until they're not. So you can just put that as a blanket statement for me. All right, Lauren, are you good? Oh, oh fuck, yeah. Zach, did I just ruin your your thunder? Nope. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna list like five movies anyway, so don't okay, worry about gotcha. it. Cool. Right, okay, and that was that was Lauren's list, by the way. I don't think she introduced herself. Um, Sorry. Uh, all right, I'm Zach. Uh, I'm going to go in a chronological order here, uh, starting with my five, which is the... Someone mentioned Spider-Man, I believe, yes. Do you know what chronological uh, means? Reverse chronological. Reverse chronological. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, is it chronological, down. like, timeline-based? What? Isn't Never mind, just, just keep num- going. I'm Numerical-based? Just don't no. listen to me. I'm not a teacher. Okay. Chron- Maybe I shouldn't be either. Chronological is time-based. Like it's okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. 
<laughs> so what should I say? What is it then? Just say you're going in reverse from, order. From Five, like four, three, yeah. two, one. going yeah. in reverse order. There we go. Um, Spider-Man is my number five. I think it's my favorite Spider-Man movie. We are not going to get into that discussion. <laughs> um, I agree. Tom Holland's great. That Civil War flashback is a great way of going back to that. Um, the one scene Michael Keaton gets with Tom Holland is one of my favorite Marvel scenes, period. So good. I think the plane fight at the end is kind of garbage, maybe. Spoilers. Dude, it was in, it was in the trailer. Like, I mean. (laughs) You didn't know what time it happened in the movie? (laughs) And to be fair, I never saw any planes in the first trailer. I only watched the first trailer and nothing else. Okay, this is my list. Um, okay. <laughs> um, number two is Guardians, or number four is Guardians. I'm sorry. Um, I, you heard me shout out. I was agree with Lauren. I think I like it more. I it took me two viewings to really fall in love with it, though, um, to realize how sad of a movie it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's just sad the whole time, <laughs> pretty much, which uh, is ki- kind sorry. of amazing. I was just gonna say I don't think Drax was ever sad. That's true. He's a nutball but um, <laughs> what can you do he was too sad in the first one so they had to switch it up I, I imagine if i was in like the military drax would be that one guy in my like company that i was like okay you can be like into the military but you're kind of concerning like <laughs> like too into killing could... people <laughs> yeah um my number three is baby driver I think it might be my least favorite Edgar Wright movie at this point, but that should be a testament to how much I appreciate um, everything he does. I think that movie will only grow on a second viewing, though. Um, So I look forward to doing that. I might actually do it after we finish recording this podcast. As someone who's seen it three times, it does grow on you. Just saying. Um, Number two is It Comes at Night. Um, The second film from Trey Edward Schultz, I believe his name is. Yep, Trey Edward Schultz. Uh, Kresha is on Amazon Prime and is a really another amazing, great movie, and I was excited to buy the Blu-ray directly from A24 this week. My life. Um, (laughs) Shout out. But, uh... Sponsorship? Yeah. It's pretty contained to one house. There's maybe a awful virus going around and uh yeah the movie almost broke me it was pretty intense throughout ben disagrees so much so um uh my number one real pause real quick this dude's 28 years old yeah be be jealous he's the director yeah and he's interned or worked on three terrence malick films Yep. He uh, did a great interview on a uh, Ringer podcast um, with Sean Fennessy. It's called The Big Picture. It's in their Channel 33 feed. If you if you would like to hear more of his story, it's really interesting. He's Actually, both of his movies have come out of pain. It's like they're both based off people dying and his family. So but really yeah, uplifting it comes in, is what you're saying. No, not an uplifting <laughs> movie. Feel good movie of the year. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, Zach, yes. also real quick, did you feel like, so I'm just looking up about Krisha, it was a drama film, and it comes at night, more of like a horror thriller, did you feel like it was an awkward 
uh, difference, like an awkward gap in tone between the two, or do you? No, think... because once you see it comes at night, you it it comes at night is just a family drama. It's yeah, it's no, not a it's, horror. It's, it's barely. It is a horror film. There are some weird supernatural elements in the fringes, but it's not. It would I would call it a family drama first and foremost. Okay, for sure. I would I would agree with that. Yeah, that will be on Amazon Prime sometime soon too because A24 released it as did they a ghost story which is the movie I saw instead of Atomic Blonde the movie we were supposed to maybe talk about Um, shame (laughs) but a ghost story is notoriously known as for two things Casey Affleck wears a sheet the most of the movie (laughs) and Rooney Mara eats a Nope, not a spoiler. And uh, Rooney Mara eats a pie for about five straight minutes uncut. And um, <laughs> I, that scene almost broke me while watching the movie. Um, You're getting broken a lot. I know, I know. A lot of breaking going on right now. But um, that movie makes a whole lot of sense. I don't really want to talk about it much at all, but... Um, David Lowry directed it. He directed uh, Ain't Them Body Saints and Pete's Dragon last year. Woo! But it's about dealing with death and what it's like and time. And it's really just about everything. I imagine a lot of people might hate it when they see it. But um, once you get going with what it's putting out there, it is really compelling. And I have not really stopped thinking about it. It also has an amazing score. Ghost Story gonna be tough to knock off my number one there can i can i just say that the first time i heard about it i googled it and i saw the poster and i felt like i was watching that charlie brown it's like i got candy i got a rock it's just that same exact outfit (laughs) they surprisingly make the sheet thing work um it doesn't (laughs) it it doesn't it it never feels silly yeah yeah i don't know if i'm gonna be able to watch that i'm gonna have major et flashbacks (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh this is like pathological <laughs> and if you are interested in seeing that movie which I think it comes out in video in October so if you can't find it in your local October 3rd I just saw Google it don't watch the trailer oh. I, I think it does a disservice actually to that's good to know because I giggled during it yeah hey Zach also just a quick follow up again so Rudy Mara and Casey Affleck were also in Lowry's first one, Infant Body mm-hmm. Saints. What was? Yeah. Did that take away from watching this film? Did it enhance it? Did no, it I didn't like really think thing? about that. <clears throat> it didn't. Yeah, they're, I mean they're very separate. Infant Body Saint period setting helps separate it even more. I think. It's like John, you yeah. understand that not all movies happen in the same universe, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's been watching too many Marvel movies. Um. <laughs> it's in in Marvel series. I went through both seasons of Daredevil and Jessica Jones this summer. Oh, those are halfway sh- through Luke Cage. Luke Cage is good. Oh, halfway through? That's when it starts to like turn on it. So. Yeah. Uh, and then Iron Fist, you can just totally skip over. Just don't watch any of them. Honestly, you would do yourself a favor to avoid it completely. Oh. Fair enough. Okay, Sorry, Zach. Did, yeah. Most anticipated. Oh, yeah. List. Your most anticipated list. <laughs> you said there were five. Star Wars, as I already mentioned. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Whoa. Killing of a Sacred Deer, which is the new movie from Yogos Lefimos. I can't pronounce his name. He directed The Lobster. He directed Dogtooth. 
Blobster was my favorite movie last year. I still haven't seen that. I probably should. Yes, you should. Free on Amazon Prime. Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, correct. I'm up for that. Isn't Rachel Weisz in that movie too? She might be. It doesn't doesn't show her on the cast. Okay. On Wiki, at least. She's in the lobster. Which one are you talking about? She's in the lobster. The killing of a sacred deer. Oh. No, I think she's in the lobster. Yes. Rachel Weisz is in the lobster. Oh, Rachel. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Blade Runner. 2049. Oh, nice. Yeah. Denny Villeneuve forever. And Ryan Gosling forever. <laughs> Suburbicon, which is that new Coen Brothers written, George Clooney directed, Matt Damon starring movie. Oh, that's Coen Brothers written? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Holy crap, that sounds awesome. The Snowman, my boy Michael Fassbender, directed by <laughs> the guy who did Let the Right One In and Tinkle T- Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I think yeah. Michael Fassbender is hunting down a serial killer, I believe, in that movie. Mm-hmm. A serial killer snowman, fingers crossed. Yes, fingers crossed for Lauren. <laughs> Wait, we're, so not Jack Frost? Not Jack Frost, apparently. Well, the killer Jack Frost. There's like the Jack Frost the Friendly movie and the killer Jack Frost movie. It could be Jack Frost, you don't know. Call Me By Me Your Name, I've also heard is excellent. It's by the direct guy who did, oh, what's the Tilda Swinton movie? A Bigger Splash finds i think that was in my top three last year and a throw out to coco and the next pixar movie looks like the most beautiful thing they've ever done and i hope it stacks up with the best of their best um i'm a giant pixar freak you will learn that over time on this podcast you have all the cars but didn't 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 the uh... Who was it? Guillermo del Toro did a uh, Book of Life, isn't it? Kind I of mean, following that. I don't know. I, apparently, Coco. I read that they had to restructure a lot after that book movie came out. Props to my boy Chris Rash. Who well, isn't it like that, uh, maybe, it's way. Dia de los yes, Muertos? Yes, isn't it? Yeah. To deal with the uh, musical Dia de los Muertos and just kind of themes of the afterlife. I hear. Are yeah. Pretty big in all three of them. But we'll see mm. how they both. We'll see how it pans out, and uh, I'll stop listing movies now. Can I, since we're adding multiple, can I add one more to my nope. most anticipated? Nope. Just throwing it out there. Oh, you guys are terrible. <laughs> yes, Ben. You were the one who ben, asked the question. What uh, do you want to add? Okay, all right. Destiny 2. I've spent over 1,300 hours on the first Christ. one. Really, That's not a real number. <laughs> re- yeah, it is. Really looking forward to the next one. That game is Man, something no, nuts. No, that does not count. What? Like, okay, fine. Then the we'll first just game it. didn't have a story at all. Yeah, but I loved it regardless. But how can it be your time? Like, no! <laughs> From the girl who put a game on her list. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, fine. We'll remove it. Whatever. Ben. Well, do what, that's actually that's actually great. I think for a future episode where we're talking about, like, sort of the nature of gaming now. Like, sort of, like, the difference between... I know I watch a lot of Game Grumps, and I know... Uh, <laughs> They're really in the difference between like a narrative story and like a game that like is fun to play and that's like you want to play. And I think that's interesting because I wonder how many of the games that I played in the past couple of years or whatever are those games or are those really like interactive movies or like I think oh god yeah. we cannot get into the, our games art conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go get dense. If we're adding games to our list, what's the one that's coming out by the same people who did? Until Dawn. Uh, they they, they, deb- they debuted it at a 
and E3 this year, and essentially it looks like Until Dawn. It looks like the type of like survival horror adventure game where you like make choices or whatever, but instead it's also like multiplayer based. Oh, hidden agenda. So like in order for a character to move on in the plot, everyone has to make a choice, and then based on like the majority of the choices, then that determines. So like just because you make a choice doesn't mean that your character on the screen is going to do that. Yeah, that's a. Uh... Telltale's Guardians is doing that. Their Guardians of the Galaxy is doing that kind of thing. Oh, okay, nice. I feel, and I feel like it kind of takes, like, the kind of espionage, like, board card game like kind of thing into the video game realm, and I think that's, that's super exciting for me to kind of see the melding of the two formats. Also, quick correction, uh, 1,030, not 1,300. I misspoke. Apologies. <laughs> he he looked it up, Lauren. <laughs> did you push up your glasses while you did it? You didn't. You didn't hear them going through the mic. Excuse me. Correction. <laughs> Where's my stapler? <laughs> okay, I've I actually have never finished Office Space. I should probably do that. Overrated. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Really? Oh my gosh. See, okay, no, this is crazy because I think. I've never seen Office Space before, and so at one point last year, two of my friends were like, dude, we're fixing this right now, and I fell asleep in like 10 minutes, <laughs> and so, but I've never met other people who are just like, Office Space, eh, I don't know. Yeah, everyone else everyone else makes me feel like I have something wrong with me because I've never seen it. You're fine. And I will say I love everything Mike Judge does generally. King of the Hill, amazing. Oh, so uh, that one film with Jason Bateman and uh, Mila Kunis, Extract. Oh, no. Fantastic. I, like, no, I thought yeah, it was fantastic. Extract was really good. Um, and then I think that was the... one of the first things I wrote up for the site. Or it might have actually even been on my old site. I thought it was great. I thought it was a, like a super... I feel like it was like a very modern, dark, comedic telling of the story of Job. I just like I just like that Kristen Wiig was in it, in the whole put it on the sweatpants bit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then what else? Oh, Silicon Valley. Duh. Silicon Valley is amazing. So I love everything Mike Judge does. But then, yeah, Office Space just I don't know didn't really do anything for me. At least the ten minutes I was awake for it. Ooh, ooh, one, one last, uh, most anticipated, Vice Principals. Loved, uh... Oh, is that coming back? Yeah, Zach, Zach got me into Eastbound and Down, which, thank you, Zach, that's one of the best things you've ever done for me. Uh, <laughs> are we just completely getting away from movies Sure, now? why not? Well, it's a show! It's, it's, it's... Well, I mean, I think if we get into shows, we're gonna be here for, like, another five just hours. Throw, drop, okay, drop right, your... It's okay. No, go for it. I'm just saying. Okay. I just, I really... Zach's just excited because you agreed with him, Ben. That's why he's like... <laughs> yeah, tell me how I'm right. <laughs> it's... You spend it down, it's amazing. I think it's the same writers, the same two. It's just... It's... Uh, I'm dropping the name. It's the, it's Danny, Danny McBride. McBride? It's, Danny, they Danny conceived McBride and, the whole um, thing yeah. as a... A movie. Of, and well, no, it's, just, it's two seasons. This is it. We're done. Yeah, but they... No, but they wanted it to be a movie. And they had too much material, so they stretched it out into two yeah. seasons. So it's the story they've had done for a while. Now they're just finishing it, and I'm okay. So this yeah, counts in most anticipated movie that became a TV don't show. Don't you know all? And that's all what I was bringing it back to. Shows are movies now. Be don't patient. you know that? See, see, I'm sorry. I apologize for my rudeness <laughs> before. <laughs> Lauren, do you have anything else you want to anticipate? Uh, no. 
I can't think of anything off the top of my Super head. Super Mario Odyssey. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have a Switch. So. I do. It's currently collecting dust. Um, I will get one when there's more than like three games. There's only one game really right now, so you're yeah. Right. No, there's Mario two. Kart. I would get I'd get Mario Kart. Oh, okay. Yeah. But... And then Zelda. Oh. I tried to avoid it. I tried to avoid it, Ben. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, tried, I did my best. I did my best. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I'd like it. I'm just saying it's Zelda, so I'd have to play it. Oh no! For, I mean, for sure. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But here's the thing about Nintendo, right? Nintendo always has these releases where they have, like, very few... Like, when they release a major system, there's very few titles. But then it's inevitable that they're going to release so many good games for it. And it's just... Um, I don't know if I'd say so many good games as much as so many sequels and franchise entries and... (laughs) But but that have inevitably like done really well and that people. Oh yeah, enjoy they'll make plenty of money. It's just whether or not the content's worth all, it. All they need to do is just remaster Smash Brothers, and they'll make back almost everything. <laughs> they will. They'll just crush all the competition. It's. This is fair. I just think it's. I think it's interesting that there's this one company that essentially survives based on its <laughs> legacy so much. Yeah, except like Sony and Microsoft are like. It's like scrambling they survive to on its legacy, content. but then they don't keep selling their NES yeah, release? That's what dumb. are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, now they're doing, they're doing the SNES because that's the same thing. Oh, no. Yeah, but it's like, are they going to cut it off before anyone can actually buy the system? Probably. I mean, them, them not doing a virtual console is insane to me on the Switch so far. Like... Yeah, like, PlayStation and Microsoft can kind of afford to do that. I'm not sure about... To do what? About Nintendo. Like, not really have a backwards compatible library that's... They do, but you have to pay for it, or you have to buy old games as opposed to... It's like, and they have very select few. I think that's part of the problem. Wait, is the Switch not backwards compatible? No, no there's nothing. No. Only the games that you buy... There is a eShop, but there's they don't have, like, the virtual console with all the old games on it. No. Wait, seriously? Yeah, not backwards compatible and not tasty. Yeah, that's what it's like. That's the weird thing. All my friends, when I got the switch, are like, "Can we, can we lick the cartridge?" No, no, you can't. Don't do that. But I hear it tastes gross. No, you can. You're just not gonna enjoy it. Well, they're like, "Why can't we do that?" Because first off, that's disgusting, and secondly, it tastes terrible. That's why we want to do it, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Wait, but hold on. Was it the Wii was backwards compatible when it yes, first it, released? Yes, you could right? play your GameCube yeah. games. On. Couldn't you also get like Mario and? Could you get like old NES? Yes, that's okay, the virtual okay. console. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not on the Switch. Yes. <laughs> At all. Hopefully. Uh, yet. Fingers crossed. Is God of War this year or next year? Next year. Every if you saw it at E3, okay. it's next year. Gotcha. No, Destiny Two is out there. <laughs> uh, well, Destiny Two had like a trailer, as opposed to, like, I guess Google. Well, that's all God of War had too. But God of War was announced, like, what? That was announced last E3. Yeah, it was. Lordy. Same with that Spider-Man, which is going to be amazing, by the way. And some Fingers crossed. Insomniac, we'll man. They... Yeah. It looks like Arkham Combat System, but with webs. I'm in. Okay, I'm going to cut off this recommendations conversation. Uh, or anticipation <laughs> conversation. Yeah, we probably should have cut a while ago. No, I liked it. Yeah, it, was, it was a healthy conversation. No, okay, no, so sure. we let people go through their lists without anybody fighting anything. And I want to open the door to give anybody the floor 
to combat one pick from someone else if they want to. Okay, I don't have a specific pick so much as I forgot that for one of my picks I was going to say anything but Valerian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'll, I'll let that... I'm just oh. not gonna. Oh, so we're ju- we're just jumping in there now, aren't I'm we? I'm literally, if you guys could see Ben's pick in Skype right now, I'm literally poking the bear. <laughs> um, I will oh, I will say I'm between Ben's raving review on our site and Lauren's. Um, though I agreed with a lot of her comments at the bottom of that review. If you go and read it, I enjoyed it. I had fun, but there was a lot of issues. Ben. What? Man. Can, I, can I ask a question real quick? Yourself. Do I, I get to defend myself? Well, what's, okay. what's John's it, question? So apparently it's like the original like sci-fi like... Yeah, I, I, there's, an, uh, there's a Thrillist article that apparently goes into... I haven't read it yet, about how all the things Star Wars basically yanked from the Valerian comics. Okay. I thought John Mars was the original. Ooh, the year might be right. But I, th- I think the... Uh, Not John Mars, John Carter. John Carter of Mars. Yeah, there you go. Ben, did you watch that movie yet? <laughs> no. Okay. I've been told by other people I, I have better things to do with my time. You've been told by me yeah, to watch it. Yeah, but you liked Valerian, so... <laughs> okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and say I did not say Valerian was perfect. I don't think so. No one said flaws... you did. Well, well, I don't think the flaws... That Lauren, you pointed out at the bottom of my review, I don't think those are as egregious as you. As I don't think they're as egregious as you do. But that—that's where I'm going to leave it at. I—I I think that movie. Fair enough. Great. Can you defend? Can you defend the relationship, the romantic romance in that movie at all? I think it was fine, except for the first, like the very first scene and the last scene with them, which I mentioned in my review felt like very odd bookings. Everything else was fine. Oh yeah, they were definitely odd. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and I can't even say the one comment I really want to about the end, but like they were just very odd bookends, like you said. Okay. All right, Lauren had her piece. Ben, anything you want to combat? I mean... You don't have to. You don't have to. I just want to say, like, and I don't want to, like... You don't have to. It's because it's your movie that he's going to talk about. <laughs> I'm not going to tell people, like, don't go see It Comes at Night. But I am going to say I found it to be one of the absolute most boring movies I have ever seen in my entire life. I. But you should go. You should still go see it. I mean, why would you not? But. I mean, Zach. Zach really liked it, and he also liked a movie that had Ro- Rooney Mara eating pie for five minutes straight. So. Hey, there's like fetishes of that. So. <laughs> Zach's barometer for boredom is much higher than mine. I think that's that's my two cents on that. See, the interesting thing about that is, and I talked to Ben about this after we saw it, uh, the, the Beguiled is another movie I liked quite a lot, but I would say less happens in The Beguiled than it does in It Comes at Night, but Ben somehow enjoyed The Beguiled, but not in It Comes at Night. It was very interesting. I mean, I'm not well, asking you to defend it, but it just, it's just... I, it, it, I yeah. did tell you it's because I at least cared about the characters in The Beguiled. Like, yeah. I got to know them. That was my, that was my thing. Yeah. John? What is that? Oh, I was scratching my head. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. I thought someone was like starting to beatbox or something. <laughs> so, I can't really um, 
poke holes at anyone's list, being as I've only seen six. I think you should movies. poke holes at your own list. <laughs> hey, John, John, if um, you wanna, if you wanna make fun of, you know, the top, your top six up there, you can just guys don't see Power yet. Rangers. Power Rangers sucked. Uh, I was so yeah. disappointed. Like I was, I was, I bought into it for like maybe the first third, and then it just started to go off the rails. And like I just. It, you don't get to see Megazord form. I'm still so upset about that. Same. <laughs> this being said, I will probably, real quick, man, I will probably still go see the sequel because uh, I don't, I don't think want, they're making I don't want... a sequel. Dude, what about the ending, though? It didn't make enough cash. Well, j- yeah, I was going to yeah. say, just because they set it's up not, a sequel doesn't mean they're like, going to get uh, it. It's not likely. It depends on the toy sales by the end of the year. <laughs> it's like, can, if you want a good example of that, we could talk about The Last Airbender. Oh, um, oh fair enough, yeah. Oh, oh speaking of Sh- M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Man, that guy's a roller coaster of emotions for me. God, that movie was bad. What, that he pretty, has, like, The Sixth bad. Sense and Unbreakable. And then it's like the village. It's like, okay, okay. Oh, I still love signs. Yeah, signs, signs is, is great. Yeah. And then he has like the village where it's like, okay, I'll I'll forgive you for this one. Hey, hey, then... the village was great after the fifth viewing. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I liked it. I've never gone back to it, but I liked it. <laughs> what, Lady in the Water? And then he just and yeah. then he just keeps going till he hits his like I just want hits his rock bottom <laughs> with Last Airbender and I'm like, Shaman think... buddy, you really really using my good faith here. Yeah, when I was at Comic-Con in 2010, there was like a 30-minute time between panels where they just showed trailers for a little bit. And the only two times people booed was when Shyamalan's name came up for Devil as a producer. Oh. And when, um, what's that movie called? Something St. Cloud with Zach Charlie. Efron. They showed, yeah, Charlie St. Cloud. That trailer showed, and there was just like an audible like hatred spewing from everyone oh that God. that was being shown at Comic-Con. Zach Efron, good guy. And then someone got stabbed with a pencil. <laughs> I well, will, I will I, say, Split... So, Shaman's mentioned, like, he's actually, without any spoilers, he's had the script for Split for a long time, right? And so it was just yeah, like finding the right years. time to release it. Yeah, finding the right time to release it and, like, shaping the story enough till he was happy with it. So I think maybe he's returned to his old form, I guess. Um, Man, Split was so good. I would say his return to form for me was, uh, or at least his up, his beginning upward again was the the visit. I really like that. I still need to see that one. Too. That too. Me too. Like De- Devil, Devil was pretty okay. He didn't direct Devil. Oh. Yeah, it was just producer. Oh, okay. So then, scratch that. It was totally his going upward was definitely with uh, the visit, which I really enjoyed. I guess that leaves me. I mentioned I didn't really like Logan. I don't think it's a bad, awful movie, but I'm not anywhere near putting it at the top of my list like our two friends here. And most other people. You also didn't like... I'm just <laughs> looking at my list because I'm comparing the stuff because you don't like anything I do. I'm talking so, right but, now. I didn't okay. like Colossal. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. I, then, like, I like how you put, down, and then, your, put your foot down here, but we like completely ruined your time for top five by talking over you. <laughs> I would also like to point out that the only time Ben and Zach agree is when they're agreeing that they disagree. <laughs> yeah. That's why our lists are the furthest apart. But you guys Colossal. both like Baby Actually, Driver. they're just the furthest apart because I put everyone alphabetically. But... <laughs> Colossal, yeah. Um, I did not like that movie at all. I did not like where it went. Can you at least see why some people did? Nope. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I get the con. The concept is clever and fun, and Anne Hathaway is good in it, but it kind of abandons all of that for the last half of the movie and becomes something else. And um, I don't know. I don't think the Nacho. What's his last name? The Vagara. I thought you were going to go into Nacho Libre no, for a second. The director. <laughs> I think it's um, Nacho like Vagara or something. It's yeah. Um, I, his Time Crimes is also a very highly praised movie um, that I did not like. I think those are the only two movies I've seen from him. Not Nacho Vigalondo. Okay. So I think I just might not be on the wavelength of that Spring director. Breakers? Oh my god, don't get Zach started on Spring Breakers, please. <laughs> Spring Break! Um, that's Harmony Corinne directed Spring oh, okay, Breakers. Gotcha. He needs to make another movie. That movie's great. That movie is awful. <laughs> uh, Zach, I'll give you another freebie, and you can you can also not like something else that's on my list because I know you want to you want to bring it up. Hmm. I wonder what Zach is gonna choose. <laughs> is, is this where I'm supposed to talk about Dunkirk more? <laughs> there it is. No, oh. I, I think I explained myself pretty well on our website, so I'll drive <laughs> some hits to our website if you want to go read that. <laughs> like people are gonna listen to this podcast episode. <laughs> okay. Anybody else have anything else to say? Um, I don't know. I feel like we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, okay. Sure. Sounds good to me. It's only gone on for like five hours. It's only been... Not that it was boring. I'm just exaggerating. 56 <laughs> minutes. We're coming in at a smooth hour. Oh, this is great. That's not bad. And we actually wanted to talk about a movie in addition yeah. to this. <laughs> well, we'll probably have some more structure next time. Yeah, for sure. And we've already done our top five, so that'll cut out a yeah. huge chunk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I am Zach Oldenburg. You can find me on Twitter at that as well. Z-A-C-O-L-D-E-N-B-U-R-G. You can find me there. Twitter, Letterboxd. Follow me. You want to give you a Tumblr since it's fun? Tumblr that I haven't updated. What's it called? Yeah, because no one's given you any suggestions. Yeah, you got to find someone on I've your own I've been slacking. The last shot is in the trailer. Is in my Tumblr that we're working on. And if you listen to this one of the three people, um, you can send me along suggestions. Where the One of the three people, are you counting us? Maybe. <laughs> the three of us, in addition to you. Well, I think he's saying one of the three people, so Zach won't be listening to this. Mm. Oh. Oh. That hurts. Lauren, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees Creation. Or no, not Creations, just Beware of Trees. I was going on a different website of mine. Uh, there's a long story to that, and it's not worth telling, so I won't. And I guess you can look me up on Tumblr at ETWatch, because mm-hmm. it's very important for everyone to know that that monster deserves to be punished if he ever returns. <laughs> I think we should just yeah, leave it that's at that. It for me. <laughs> no, you guys should say something. John. There's a there's an amazing Tumblr about how ET is coming back at some point, and we need to be ready. It's gonna. No, be, it, yeah, it's, it's probably one epic. of those informational oh yeah i don't know what i was talking about that's not my tumblr it's just something i agree with and i think you guys should all watch (laughs) Ooh, the mysterious nature of it (laughs) Um, john did i say you should watch check out (laughs) john i'm john uh you can find me at at another rahul j uh uh, at twitter um and the j is not spelled out how many Raul J's are there out there that you have to be another one? Dude, like, <laughs> right? Like, oh, man. <sighs> yeah, that's one good thing about mine. There are not a lot of Lauren Heimbaugh's out there. I got Zach Oldenburg on luck. It's great. Ben. 
Uh, you can follow me at Grigsby Bear. That's uh, at G R I G S B Y underscore B E A R on Twitter. Uh, I think there's another guy with that same name, or at least close. I'm the one who has the grizzly bear wearing a sweater with skulls on it. So, <laughs> so the more badass person on Twitter. Exactly, I am. I am awesome. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I think you can also follow us uh, on the middle of the road Twitter. Oh, look at that. Yes, we should probably say that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, just, right. that's why we're just, doing that. Just something I'd mention. <laughs> and that's, that's middle of row, no that in there. We, I couldn't get that. Just like, our we- just like our website, middleofrow.com. Yep. Yep. So. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening and enduring with uh, our very first podcast. Hopefully we'll make some more. Maybe I'll see Atomic Blonde. <laughs> please, please see it. It can't be fourth at the box office. I know, I'll go help it out. <laughs> yeah, your one ticket. Everyone should go see it, please. Okay, thanks. Because I want more of them. I want sequels.